Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and since I'm coming to you live at the Singapore FinTech Festival, here's Money in the Market SFF Edition. If we unlock the stock market riches in 2023, the artificial intelligence catchphrase takes center stage as a global frenzy for the pace-setting new technology has persisted, ignited by the popular ChatGPT developed by OpenAI. Without a doubt, artificial intelligence has gripped the attention. Of Wall Street this year, so will AI continue to be an attractive investment for investors for years to come? How should investors be exposing their portfolios to AI-related stocks? Furthermore, how is AI impacting the future of wealth management? Could we see a rise in AI-powered model platforms in the future of the world of finance? Well, to find out more, I'm joined now by Samuel Rhee, who is the co-founder and chairman of Endowis, right here at the Singapore FinTech Festival. Sam, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Hongbin. Thank you for having me. Okay, Sam. You know there's been plenty of buzz and hype around certain artificial intelligence and technology stocks this year. How have these key tech themes shaped financial markets this year? It's been front and center this year, right? In the mind space of everybody, investors or non-investors, and in the markets, obviously AI stocks, you know, led by the giant Nvidia. And every other tech company have actually benefited meaningfully from this excitement around Gen AI and what it can do for us, and so I think that is something that is very well known in the market. So people are peeling the onion and saying, "Okay, beyond Nvidia, what do we have?" Yeah. So I think there are things that we can look at that will benefit as a second order, third order effect. So we'll look beyond just pure leading companies and the first order, you know, beneficiaries, and look. Much more broader, but I do want to say that actually it is definitely positive for the markets,、yeah. and it's good that it's not just AI stocks rallying.、Mm-hmm. It's actually the broader tech universe and how growth in that space is going to be accelerated by AI. Okay, so what are some of the trends you've witnessed amongst investors when it comes to investing in AI? Are investors seeking more exposure to such tech firms that are related or that are in the AI race? Oh, absolutely! I think there's people that you know. It's that mantra. It's never too late, and、yeah. today is the best time to invest.、Uh-huh. Kind of mantra, and you know, Nvidia. If you invested like six months ago, a year ago, you know, it's better to own it than not own it. And、yeah. Microsoft, same thing. The largest shareholder of OpenAI, they've invested heavily into the technology, and so those kind of opportunities, I think, remain. And again, the long-term vision of what Wedge and AI can get to, and OpenAI and these like large language models, I think there's tremendous opportunities. And so, you know, we should continue to look at this space as a potential. Investment universe, but as I said, I think it's not for everybody、mm-hmm. because you know stocks are very volatile. This sector. Technology is very volatile,、yeah. and AI in particular is very volatile <laughs> because there's not many companies making meaningful money out of it. So it's、yeah. not driven by actual fundamentals of earnings and valuations. It really is almost like a conceptual thing. Okay. And so therein lies the risk of investing in this space. I see. So you know, with continuous developments and new capabilities in the tech space, will AI continue to be an attractive investment for investors for years to come? I mean, what benefits can investors see when they expose themselves to 
the future of technology. Yeah, I think one of the things that people mistake is AI is not the solution for everything. Okay. It is something that is, you know, the word co-pilot is actually used quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that is coming next to us and with us to enable and, you know, make it more efficient mm -hmm. the things that we are already doing. So when it comes to investing as well, I don't think that AI is suddenly going to come up with an algorithm that's going to beat the market, yeah. right? It's going to be something that is going to help us be much more efficient in researching companies or, you know, doing quantitative screenings mm -hmm. and things that will help us become more efficient in the way we look at the markets and the way we invest. I think that's the way we should look at it. It's about efficiency. So how does Endowers then help your clients, you know, tap into these investments. I believe you have something called the Endowist Technology Portfolio. Mm -hmm. Yep, we do. So as an investment opportunity, we have access to some of the best technology funds that are out there who are obviously very heavily invested. Some of them invested very, very early in the AI space and have a meaningful exposure to that sector. And so that's something that you can gain exposure to. Not a single stock because it leads to concentration risk. Right. That company fails, your whole investment is gone. So a technology portfolio gives you the benefit of diversification mm -hmm. across different companies, different sectors of AI. And as I said, the first order beneficiaries or the second and third order beneficiaries. So I think there's a lot of like diversified exposure that you can gain from the technology portfolio. Mm -hmm. But also I think there's a lot of application of AI within Indawas that is you know, really exciting and there's a lot going on there. You know, in Taoist, as we know, it promotes financial literacy. So what should investors take note of when it comes to exposing themselves in such a niche theme like AI? Yeah, I mean, we touched upon the most important thing, which is that as an investor over the long term, as an individual, we don't have the edge on in terms of like, you're not a technology expert. You're not the person that's going to get the first information on breaking news, although Money FM will provide <laughs> us with some of that. But I think there is difficulty in an individual having a meaningful advantage in investing in the short term or trading or being speculative. So the way you win as an individual investor is to be long term. Mm -hmm in an environment of instant gratification and short-termism, being long-term is actually the contrarian approach. And it leads to better outcomes and success as an individual investor. And so taking advantage of diversification, taking advantage of asset allocation and the science of wealth and investing is something that will really help you, even in technology investing. Okay. Well, Sam, since we're on the topic of AI mm -hmm. and investing in technology, what are your thoughts on using AI for investment tips? How can AI impact the future of wealth management. There's a ton of stuff going on in this space. <laughs> and, you know, where there is money, there are, you know, a lot of people that gravitate to that. And so wealth and money and investing is where AI is very heavily being deployed. Mm -hmm. In the case of Endowas, we want to make it something that is about experience and efficiency. So experience meaning we are a direct-to-consumer platform and so clients have certain experiences and we can help them like through a chatbot, mm -hmm. which is the most familiar thing that people know, or through like searches, like, you know, typical conversations. Yeah. When somebody comes and starts looking for something, as you said about the technology portfolio, Hongbin comes to us and says, you know, I'm looking for something that is exposure to AI. And actually the chatbot and the wealthwise, what we call wealthwise AI, is an internally developed solution, okay. will guide you towards finding the right answers that you're seeking. It's not really financial advice per se. It's not something that is going to lead to you like making more money, mm -hmm. but it improves experience. And in, as a business, it improves our efficiency because it's not human beings doing it, but it feels like you're talking to somebody through the generative AI experience. Okay. So those are the, some 
some of the things that we're focusing on improving. What about robo-advising? I mean, that's where sophisticated AI-powered models, they prepare investors for wealth-building actions today and retirement planning for tomorrow. You know, they are starting to see that game-changing technology. Can we see a rise in robo-advising platforms in the future of the world of finance? Yeah, I mean, robo-advisory is not a word that I like a lot, but it's something that explains it very well yeah. to the layperson, so we're happy to use that term. And, you know, Endowas has robo-advisory functions, mm-hmm. and using generative AI will be enhancing that experience and enhancing the efficiency of providing that robo-advice. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that robo-advice is not a one-size-fits-all. It's not something that we can develop and solve for you know, all the problems of investing. Yeah. So there is a process and it's built on experience, it's built on you know, giving advice. And that's why we prefer a hybrid model mm-hmm. because actually right now people still don't trust AI to do everything right. for you, right? Yeah. So there's gonna be a transition and I think people still want to talk to a human voice. Mm-hmm. And unless Jen I gets to a you know, human-like voice. Human voice-like <laughs> thing, yeah, that would be like amazing. But it's a long way away. Right. And so we're far from like solving that problem mm-hmm. at the moment. That's the reason why OpenAI doesn't ask you, allow you to ask about investment yeah. advice, right? right? right. Would Endowis ever move towards you know, using AI to manage portfolios? I mean, what are the future plans for Endowis and in integrating AI? Yeah, so as I said, robo-advisory and this AI thing is great, and it helps individuals and retail lay people understand it. But in the traditional sophisticated financial kind of institutional world, it's called quant investing. Okay. So quantitative investing is using algorithms. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these like large, massive hedge funds and quant funds use supercomputers and like PhDs, hundreds of them, and try to figure this out. So it's been something that has been in the works and has been applied to the space of investing for a long time. So we're just moving ahead with GenI, helping some of that. But actually, all the quant funds in the world, the best of best ones, actually have been doing that. Mm-hmm. And Endowas' role is to provide access to those best-in-class funds in the quant space, in the AI space, to individual investors. Okay. Well, before we let you go here, Sam, how can we find you know, the fine balance between using AI and wealth management and then relying too much on AI when it comes to managing our finances? Oh, so far, I think the application of AI is such a, at an early stage. Yeah. So there's very few wealth companies are actually applying this. I think mm-hmm. Endowis is at the forefront of mm-hmm. some of these uses. And, you know, a lot of it is just going to be focused on chatbots or really basic client interactions. So there isn't a huge, you know, opportunity for individuals to access this. But I think that over time, we'll see more technology develop that will really enhance the experience and hopefully the outcome of investing as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Sam. Thank you, Hongdun. We've been speaking to Samuel Rhee, who is the co-founder and chairman of Endowis, about AI exposure in investments and AI and wealth management. This has been Money in the Market, SFF edition. I'm Hongbin Jung. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.